0: One of the most exciting times in Tennessee is football time in Tennessee, and we are coming off the Vols' first game against Virginia over the weekend in Nashville, leading into this weekend, the Vols' return to Neyland Stadium, which looks a little bit different this year. The University of Tennessee is in the middle of some major renovations to the 102-year-old stadium. And while a lot of those renovations impact premium ticket holders, there are quite a few things to get excited about if you are a regular season ticket holder or just a casual fan who goes to one or two games per year. So we're going to talk about some of those changes here on the Scruffy stuff, as well as some things that maybe aren't in the plans that we would like to see at Neyland Stadium to improve the cathedral of college football, as they call it. But before we get started, we should introduce ourselves. I am Ryan Willis, downtown reporter at Knox News.
1: And I'm Brenna McDermott, Growth and Development Editor at Knox News.
0: And so the other day, I was uh, lucky enough to be one of the uh, people who got to see inside the Lower West Club at Neyland Stadium. Lucky enough because if you don't have a behind-the-scenes tour, you have to pay $4,600 to access that area per year. And I have to say, it was um, really exciting but then again i don't have forty six hundred dollars so it was cool to see and uh with those renovations to the lower west club which is in the area where if you're looking at Nealon stadium when it's empty you'll see those gray seats uh with the chair backs on them down on the field level they have a whole new area with uh I mean, we had lobster rolls while we were down there. We had Philly Cheesesteak Mac and Cheese. There was a full bar. There was TVs. It was air conditioned. You know, maybe, maybe worth $4,600 a year, depending on your budget. But um, one thing that's really exciting for this season is what that could mean for people, everyday average people like you and me, who are going to games. And that's that because they had this Lower West Club now down on the field level, hopefully the concourse area, especially the West concourse area, will be a little bit more opened up because it does get really crowded in there, especially, and you know, this is just me, just anecdotally going to games before and after alcohol sales started, but you see the beer lines can kind of run into the walkways, and so getting some of those people off of that concourse down into the Lower West Club is going to be beneficial. It's always good to have more space in a stadium.
1: And I think a lot of Vols fans are relieved that... In fact, beer is coming back to Neyland Stadium, despite a slight drama around that earlier this year.
0: Yeah, it was scary there for a second. Um, and, you know, I just wrote a story about uh, over at Knox News that has all of the beer options this year. Nothing you know, really uh, different than it was last year. Prices are still like the price of a six pack, I think between like $9 and $15. But like I said, it was, it was scary there for a second. There was a chance after some underage sales that alcohol was not going to be back. And so... I guess to start out, we, you know, we talked about wanting to discuss some of the things we would like to see in Neyland Stadium, and one of the things I would like to see is a wider variety of alcohol options.
1: Absolutely, and you know, when I was editing your story, I just confirmed, you know, liquor is only so- sold in the premium sections, right? And you said yes, and I think that's a huge missed opportunity for UT. I'm not saying you have to have a full bar available to everyone, but how Instagram cute would it be if there were like three Vols themed cocktails you could buy and they came in a cute little plastic mason jar and people would put those on their social media? I think for those of us who don't like canned beverages, a couple of cocktail options would be great.
0: I was even going to say canned cocktail options would be be fine, too. You know, they have a purchasing limit on how much alcohol you can get, and that's two per uh, transaction. If you're worried about cocktails and liquor and all that, maybe it's just one cocktail per transaction instead of two drinks, you know, and and limit it that way. But, you know, they have, like, eight different domestic beers, and to me, it's like, at a certain point, I know people all have their favorite with everything, but, like, why have Miller and Bud and... Michelob and the Equis, and which is a little bit different. But why have all these different beers? Why not expand it a little bit? And I'm sure that has something to do with distribution and with contracts and whatnot. But even the seltzers being on the menu it seems a little bit almost outdated. I know seltzers are still popular, but back then it was like, oh, Truly's—they're going to sell Truly's and Bud Light seltzers. And recently, I've tried a lot of really cool beverages, whether it's canned cocktails or different kinds of seltzers beyond just your basic Truly's and Bud Lights that I think would do well in neyland stadium but shout out to them for having twisted tea i feel like twisted tea has made a weird comeback here in the past year so that's at least uh in, in style and goes kind of along with the southern sec football some sweet tea tailgate kind of beverage but um there could be more as well as just like uh, what do we have like over 20 craft breweries here in knoxville and no partnership that i've seen maybe in the lower west club there was some i think i actually did see when i was down there Uh, doing the tour uh, maybe some local options but bring those up into the actual stadium
1: yeah you don't have to have the local brands at every point of sale you could have a special local beer station and you could rotate it with local breweries. Uh, so show some local love. I agree.
0: Yeah. And another thing when I was reaching out to UT about, you know, are there going to be any new points of sale this year? And the answer was no, there's, there's 206, I believe in Neyland stadium. Uh, one thing that was mentioned to me though, is that there was some added before last season, including some walkthrough concession areas, which, I haven't personally experienced although I only went to one or maybe two games last season but that's something I would like to see more of and in fact whenever we were going through this um this drama with the alcohol sales and the underage sales at Nealon Stadium I looked at what some other stadiums were doing and I thought to look there because I've actually seen it uh in person and have experienced these walk-through concessions but to another level and um Let's just say the University of Tennessee athletics, especially with football, brings in a lot of money. And so I think it would be awesome to see some of that money put towards some of this technology um, that's used in concession areas, other places. I saw it at Charlotte Hornets Arena where you could uh, scan your ID. There's a person uh, checking it whenever you walk in. You either scan it or they check it for you. I can't quite remember. But you go in and cameras follow you. It sounds a little scary, but it can read everything that you grab off the shelves and then you just walk out the turnstile and it's charged to your card. And so just thinking about ways to speed up transactions there. I think the through concessions, I'd have to see them in person, but that's a great option. Um, but maybe taking that a step further would be, would be awesome.
1: If the university wants to generate some more revenue, I think having a delivery order system where you could sit at your seats and order food or drink and somebody brings it to you, that could be very lucrative.
0: That's something that actually might be coming. So, I, I, when I went down to the Lower West Club again, they had some touch screen options in there for people to just order their food that way. We asked about uh, whether the enhanced Wi-Fi in Neyland Stadium, which you can also read about at knoxnews.com, and I say enhanced Wi-Fi, it's just adding Wi-Fi, there was no Wi-Fi before, could that lead to possibly NC ordering, and they said that is something that they're going to be looking into, you know, this is the first year that they're going to have Wi-Fi in the stadium, kind of want to work out the kinks, tune in a little bit, and uh, and then you have to build an app, but that's definitely something that's on their radar that could be coming, so I totally agree, I think that would be awesome thing i worry about though is uh you know neyland stadium with the bleacher seating trying to find people in there it's a little bit different than thompson bowling where you have like a very specific seat you're locked in um but yeah i think i think that would be a great idea
1: okay i want to talk about some uh special amenities for those of us who might not be that into the game but would go for the experience what about a spa where you can get (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can barely get it out with a straight face, but yeah, a spa—you can go get your nails done and or get a massage, and you're looking out onto Nealon Stadium.
0: I like that. So you're saying like businesses within a right. uh, business within the stadium, right? I mean that is something that you hear uh, a lot about. I mean, we talked about on the podcast before the downtown baseball stadium that's coming, in, and they talked a lot about making that a uh, destination year-round or also just making it, uh, you know, something that when you go to the game, it's not just going to the game, you have other things to do. And so, yeah, a spa could be an option or even just a, um, you know, if you're walking outside Neyland Stadium before the game and you want a bite to eat and kind of want to walk around, maybe you build in a restaurant into the stadium that's accessible from outside the stadium as well. I mean, this is very wishful thinking and this is a uh, historic venue, but come on it's been around 102 years let's 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 uh, think outside the box a little bit not to say that the university isn't doing that but uh you know that's the point of this podcast let's yeah. let's get creative Wh- which reminds me of my other idea which is kind of just i don't know i mean you go to the game and you want to sit there but i'm thinking about like the austin p game right like do i want to sit there through f- four quarters and watch what i'm expecting is going to be a blowout game Um, And I know when it comes like time for Alabama, like, yes, all eyes are going to be on the field. But I just wish there was a few and they do have like a merch area that's that's sort of separate from the concourse. But I wish there was just a little bit more inside the stadium to look at and maybe that's separate from the concourse. You know, you just build in a little bit longer of a merch area where there's a little bit more AC or maybe even like a little mini uh, museum within within Nealon Stadium. You think about, um, I'm a Yankees fan, so like Monument Park and the museum that's in Yankee Stadium. This is a 102-year-old facility, a lot of history there. And so I'd like to see a little bit more beyond just the general Nealon statue that's outside the stadium, maybe sort of an air-conditioned uh, area that every fan could come in and, and see falls history through the years.
1: I was thinking along the same lines in terms of providing more areas where people can have an experience, not just watch the game. We have a lot of crunchy people here in Knoxville, a lot of outdoors enthusiasts, a lot of bikers and hikers. How about a section of Neyland Stadium seating that's not seating? It's hammocks. (laughs)
0: Okay, (laughs) that would be that would be hard. But that would be fun. Or even like at the, yeah, or even like what about not even on the scene, but just on the concourse area too. I mean, there's like parts of the concourse that are going to be overlooking the river. And that's one thing that you'll notice different this year if you go to the stadium is that the south dormitory that was previously in the stadium has been gutted. And there's like sort of a makeshift southwest entrance for students to get in now because they're doing these major renovations to the south concourse. Taking it from 12 feet wide to 36 feet wide, which is a huge difference because it was really tight before. But with that, I think you're going to have some views of the river. And so, and you're going to be looking towards the urban wilderness if you're looking at the river, towards South Knoxville on that end of the stadium. So I I like your hammock idea. I say a hammock section sounds really good next to a local beer section. And maybe that's, and especially South Knoxville is also the beer area. So sort of looking towards the south, sitting on a hammock, enjoying a beer sounds great to me. Me too. Yeah. Um,
1: what, what a great idea.
0: Yeah. It's, it's like you thought of it. And I want to go a little bit outside Nealon Stadium, too. Um, and this is actually cheating because I said we we're going to talk about Nealon Stadium and the Nealon Stadium district. I do want to also talk about Vol Navy real quick, just because I feel like that is a tradition that is so unique that it's kind of just been relied upon. You know, they sort of just relied on fans getting together and doing it. I know there's a Vol Navy club. I would like to see. The game day experience at Neeland and the University of Tennessee somehow have some level of coordination with the Vol Navy to encourage that, to get people to and from the Vol Navy docks to the stadium with some sort of shuttle service to really utilize perhaps all of that vol- volunteer landing in downtown Knoxville because we've talked a lot before about it's just kind of a walkway. What do you do with it? Uh, on game days i feel like there could be a lot more down there and i know they do set up like some if sec networks in town i think they do set up down there but you know we're talking about the entertainment district we'll get to that in a second but also that vol navy um, and volunteer landing uh, section of downtown knoxville is like a lot of open space that you could do something with Um, and so i'd like to see more of that perhaps moving in uh, to future seasons
1: you know one of knoxville's big identities or something it takes credit for as being the most dog friendly city in america and when thinking about this new Neeland entertainment district i i think it would be a good idea to incorporate that uh, how about a pet tailgate area a specific place where you can bring your pooches and have a little tailgate fun you know it's super cute for instagram but Let's incorporate one of the city's key identities.
0: A little meet and greet with Smokey. Um, oh, would
1: some, be? some like busts of all the Smokies from throughout the years.
0: would be awesome. A little yeah, meet and greet with a treat. Yeah, yeah, there, we well, there you go, Danny White. <laughs> um, Take it. Yeah, and that is something to... And now I feel like we're getting a little bit off topic, but it is game day, and there's, there's a lot of stuff to, to get excited about. And one of the things is I just feel like there was... Wish there was more to do... Around Nealon Stadium if you are not going to the game, Um, which might sound crazy. Like, why would you even want to go down to that area and deal with all that madness? But I don't know. I mean, it's really cool to be down if you're down at Calhoun's or down at Volunteer Landing and hearing the sounds of the game and hearing the fireworks go off. And it's really cool to go over to Circle Park. But also, that Circle Park is not quite big enough to make me want to go there and not be going to the game. And I guess that's where the Nealon Entertainment District comes in, right? Um, And so... I guess just to catch people up for the who haven't heard about this, you can read about it over at knoxnews.com, but in addition to a great beer scene, we have a great music scene. I wish there was more live music at Nealon stadium outside of Nealon stadium before games. Maybe that could be something that gets people down there. I mean, I think about back to when the baseball team was doing really good and they had those watch parties at Lindsay Nelson stadium, you know, something like that. It's sort of like a little fan fest. that's bigger than what they do at circle park right now.
1: Yeah. And it's, It's an opportunity to generate more revenue because the reality is probably most of the home games will be sold out this year.
0: I think they already. Are they already? I think most, if not
1: all of them are sold out. So how do you continue to make money and create opportunities for people who want to be a part of it, but maybe didn't get tickets in time? To your point, create experiences around the stadium so people feel like they're a part of it.
0: Yeah, and I I think you know just to wrap things up and and bringing it back to the Scruffy stuff and things we talked about before, I know we briefly talked about the downtown stadium um, that's coming uh, for baseball in the Old City. But one thing that I did learn from going to Durham, North Carolina and and looking at the stadium that they have there and what they told me, and maybe it's not the same for college football because I know there's a lot of passion around Tennessee football these days, but I think anything you can do to understand and help people who... Are there at the game? Not for the game is 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 important. Um, fewer and fewer people are actually watching the game these days. Whether it's you know a lounge area with TVs where you can watch other games. I know that sounds crazy to go to Nealon Stadium and watch another team play, but in the middle of a blowout, maybe that's something you want to do any area where you can just have fans congregate and hang out and make it more social because Nealon stadium is not the most social place you're all facing the same direction so any tips you can take from like a minor league baseball stadium is as crazy as that sounds more hangout areas more fun things to do i think will go a long way i always have to remind myself that like only a small percentage of the people that are in Nealon stadium actually know all the players know all the rules of the game they're there to have fun so that at the end of the day i think anything you could do to make Nealon stadium more fun is more important than making you know getting better views of the on-field action, or because not everybody cares about that. People just want to have a good time.
1: Yeah, it's the biggest entertainment venue in Knoxville, and I think it's important to remember that it's not just about football; it's about going and having fun.
0: Yeah, and I'd love to see more concerts there too. But you know, we're not we're not quite in Nashville yet, so I'm not sure we'll have that market. But Garth Brooks was a lot of fun uh, for somebody who doesn't even like Garth Brooks. So, but yeah, I, I guess if you have any ideas about uh, what you would like to see in Neyland Stadium, any feedback. For one, I know the University of Tennessee is asking for a lot of feedback, especially with the Internet rolling out this year. But we would like to hear your feedback as well. So reach out to us and let us know what you think about the upgrades to Neyland Stadium after you check it out this weekend. Uh, And if you go to the game this weekend, what are some things that you feel are missing from Neyland Stadium that you would like to see in future seasons? Uh, to do that, you can reach out to me on Instagram at Scruff. You can always send me an email at ryan.wilusz at Knoxnews.com. And to keep up with everything that's going on in and around downtown Knoxville, beyond the scruffy stuff, there's a, there's a few options that we're going to link to in the podcast description. One is the Urban Knoxville newsletter, which comes out every Friday.
1: Or you can join the Urban Knoxville Facebook group. Just answer a few quick questions to get started.
0: As always, the Scruffy Stuff is brought to you by Knox News, so head on over to knoxnews.com slash subscribe to see our latest offers, support local journalism today, and get unlimited access to all of your UT sports news, all of your downtown news, anything you can want to know about Knoxville and East Tennessee, you will have access to. So um, we got some good deals going on right now, so go ahead and check that out. And finally, uh, before you go, make sure you hit like or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on and leave us a review. Tell us what you like about the show and what you would like to hear us talk about next. That way you will also get a notification every time a new episode drops or you can just come back next Tuesday. We'll be here with another episode. And as always, thanks for listening.
1: Stay scruffy.